0: we I'm having to to get my microphone up. I'm having to balance it on different books. Right. Okay. Uh, So for this week, I've got a the the bottom base is a book for some like a some coursework I was doing at work um, last year, and the um, the 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 book on top of it, which is a really thick book, is um, the uh, Obama memoirs book that he released at Christmas. All right. Okay. Which I am still yet to read. Um, but because it's like the length of a Harry Potter book. So i um, one day I will read it. But I remember opening up randomly a chapter. I
1: think Harry Potter
0: books long. Oh yeah, the later books are like I, I massive. No as no, a kid, no. you, well, as a kid, when you got these books, you were like, "How the hell am I reading that?" Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's massive. So but um, yeah, one day I'll read it. Um, but maybe I won't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure well, I opened. You're up... you
1: going to say something? Yeah, go on.
0: I was going to say, I remember when I got it, I, I randomly opened up a page and read like a paragraph. And I'm sure he was talking about basically how Obama wasn't much of a big fan of Biden when he, they, when, when he first brought him All in right. to, as vice president. But obviously they got to know each other over time. Um, and it was great. But I, I just I was a bit like either I've misread that or uh, that's a bit of a surprise. Um, to be fair, so yeah.
1: even if he even if they weren't friends, he'd still go for Biden over Trump. He'd still give all <laughs> your support to Biden's electoral party compared to Trump's any day of the week. <laughs> he, he could have slept with Michelle Obama and he'd have still voted and gone all for, all for, um, for him instead of Trump.
0: <laughs> I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah. Biden. Let's be honest with you. Biden could do no wrong to the point that it's nice watching the news and when they turn to the American president, it's just normal.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's nothing controversial.
1: Did did you see his little trip up the stairs?
0: I did, yeah. And now,
1: obviously, all Trump supporters are on it, like, oh, he can't can't handle the situation. He's getting too old. He's just tripped up some stairs. Calm down. (laughs) We've all done it. We have all done it, yeah. Thankfully, not in front of the world press of <laughs> one of the most exclusive L, um, planes in the
0: world, but we have all done it. Uh, and no one has probably made it into... Well, there's probably been scenarios where somebody's done it and it's been made into a TikTok. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's just been auto-tuned and like, a reverse has been put on it constantly, so you look like you're doing yeah. a dance. <laughs> so I think so. To the tune of
1: Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Da.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, on that bombshell, on another TikTok bombshell, it's this week's ADQ. Uh, This is the podcast where we try and debate all the questions you never thought you needed answering. Uh, David Evans here at the helm once again, and joining me as always is... I mean, I've not thought of one this week, Mike. It's really to this Oh, season. David! I've not thought. one. Well, I was hoping while I was setting up, I was going to think one off the top of my head. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, how about if we go with? Um, oh, I'm trying to think of. Probably was, I used the Snyder cut one last week, didn't I? So I can't. Yeah. I can't do that this week. We've done Batman Superman. Um, would you prefer? I'm I'm the Liverpool to your Wolves. I was going to say you're the dark side to my Steppenwolf. Oh, did
1: okay. Would you go then. for that? Would <laughs> you go for that?
0: Um, the more evil of you. Uh but you're the bigger, badder guy to my. Yeah, I, I'm the minion. I'll just do all the the jobs for you.
1: I mean, I think you're saying it with love, so I'll accept it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I am saying it with love. Don't worry. Okay, but yeah, Mike's here. Everybody, how you doing, Mike? I'm brilliant. How um, how did you find
1: the the Zack Snyder cut? Well, it wasn't shit, was it?
0: I it was wasn't worried. Shit at all. <laughs> I was worried that it was going to be shit again. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was monumentally better than the Whedon one. Let's put that to yeah. bed. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I think four hours was still a bit too long. Do you? Okay. Mm, I think there was some bits you could have easily took out. There I was, think. yeah. I mean, there was.
1: There was. I mean, one bit that sticks in my mind was, and I think they were all female. um, But when Aquaman went into into the water and they just start chanting and singing this hymn or whatever it is.
0: Oh, that bit when she smells the jumper.
1: For about a minute. And I thought, (laughs) this could have easily been cut. Like, I was waiting for something to come back to that moment, but there was nothing. I'm not quite sure what that meant. But besides I I, for me, there's absolutely no no complaints whatsoever.
0: No, it was the jumper smelling bit I couldn't get. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... like. Even if she appeared behind the ship at a later
1: scene as if she was some sort of stalker, then yes, fine, it all ties in. But that, I didn't get it.
0: I don't want to know your Aquaman fetishes in this film. (laughs) to (laughs) To be fair,
1: watch Jason Momoa as Aquaman once again has questioned whether The Rock and David Beckham are my top two now.
0: Oh, I do like uh, Moa Moa Moa. Were you saying Jason Moa? Yeah,
1: I think I think it's Jason Mawama
0: Yeah, I think I, do, I, I think he's been really good as Aquaman. I like I like oh. in, in 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 the first one, which was terrible. One of the things that came out of it for me was I thought he yeah. and um, Wonder Woman were really good.
1: Absolutely. You you think before Justice League came out, you think of Aquaman and how like the piss how much of the piss was taken out of Aquaman and the character. Um, like, for example, Big Bang Theory. Yeah.
0: But then
1: you've got you've got him that plays it as this, like, proper beef, beefed-up tough guy, but with a bit of a kick-ass attitude. Mm. Just completely changes Aquaman as, as a character, and I think he did a brilliant job. If you listen, listening, yeah, Jason, cool. well done, mate.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, Schneider Cup, we've been building up to it. Finally, we can say it wasn't shit. We're all relieved. Uh, more questions this week, of course. Uh, any correspondence from last week, Mike, at all? Did anyone so, come in with anything? So, David um do you
1: want an update on the rock
0: in life in general or our quest to try and get him on this podcast for
1: our quest to get him on this podcast
0: i would like an update on his quest okay
1: well as far as i'm aware he still doesn't know anything about us but Uh, okay do you want an update on pat sharp yes 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 he's not got in touch either oh okay but but david Okay. Do you remember hashtag Hobbs Household Hindrances? I
0: do remember the hashtag. You yeah. do.
1: at Richard Hobbs six.
0: Yeah,
1: has not got in touch. It's been a oh. slow week. Be honest with you, David. Um, but we do have one good old at Stew J4Z,
0: mm-hmm. who's coming
1: um, with his views on the washing up ball.
0: Okay, and his views are. He
1: has said, you can't have a civilised society without a washing up bowl. (laughs) Like the description said, rinse down the sides so the bits go in the sink, so the water in the bowl is as clean as possible with no
0: bits. Okay. Well, you can't live in this civilised society then, can you?
1: I mean, I I just think it's a waste of money.
0: Yeah.
1: I I don't know. I, I might be wrong, and Stuart, feel free to tell us. But I don't know a household that hasn't got a big sink and a mini sink these days.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So just
1: use the mini sink to, to rinse off.
0: Yeah. I might be wrong. Let
1: me know, Stuart. But yeah. to my I I, mean, I I haven't thought about it until last week. But the houses that I have been in from last year, well, from last year going back, obviously, I can't remember a household that hasn't got... A big sink, a
0: little sink. Basically, we're asking Stu and anyone else listening to send us pictures of their sinks. Of their
1: sinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll show mine, David, if you show me yours.
0: <laughs> okay, so sink, um, bit done. Any Anything else on correspondence? No, that's it, that's it. That's all. Uh, right. Well, people, look, we've told you, you can get in touch via the usual channels. It's quite easy to do. We're all in lockdown. Really, what else have you got to do in your life? Well, I su- no, I suppose we could
1: go into one. Okay. Kind of. Um, just remember the email that we got about the uh, bread rolls slash cobs yes. slash yams or whatever. I, don't know, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, basically, he, he, his inspiration was other m- more high-profile podcasts that get similar emails, such as the one he sent us. Okay. Um, yeah. So, basically, he's just saying that his intentions were good. He wanted to kind of up our caliber of podcasts to the standards set by bigger, more... Famous podcasts, mm. and for that I appreciate his efforts one hundred percent.
0: Oh, that's very nice of him, isn't it? But that's it. That's all we've for. Okay. Well, Mike, um, just to remind people they're listening, they're probably listening on their phones um, at home in lockdown, so they can easily access their phone as well as listening. Um, how did they? Oh, these oh, move the mic. How do they um, get in touch by the official channels?
1: Thank you, David. We have Instagram and Twitter at a daft question. We have a YouTube channel. Search for a question and pop a little comment under a video. We also have an email address, a question at gmail.com.
0: Lovely. Uh, you can get in touch, everybody. It's not. That's not desperation, by the way. That's just, please, <laughs> just, <laughs> please get in touch.
1: Hashtag content.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, correspondence done. Let's crack into it with the first question of the podcast. <laughs> Michael, birthdays—we've talked about birthdays before on the podcast about when is the best and the worst birthday—a day to to have. But we're talking more this time about birthdays at work. Now, let's be honest with you: in a perfect world, no one, unless you're working for the, the your dream job, no one really probably wants to go into work on their birthday. Uh, but obviously, there's scenarios where that has to happen—you have to go to work on your birthday. So, this is a question that's bothered me in the working world so much, and I want to ask you and our audience. Why is it your responsibility i.e. the person whose birthday it is to bring in cakes and sweets and biscuits for everybody else on your birthday?
1: I've never worked on my birthday so I can't tell you.
0: Ah oh, okay, but you must have worked at where well, other people well, have got well, birthdays.
1: Is, I was thinking this and um, the reason I didn't kind of like veto it and say that I've never worked for my birthday or whatever, I've always managed to book it off, is because I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Because retail, that never happened when I was in retail. Mm. Um, we might go for a drink afterwards and then someone else buys me the drinks. But we never, I never, I can't remember a time if I was, well, I didn't go for, I didn't go for my birthday, but anybody else, certainly retail, to my knowledge, ever brought in cakes for people. But then leaving retail into the office world, the mm. problem I have got is that I wasn't in an office um, environment per se. I was managing the offices mm. of the building, so I went in. I wasn't in the, that office environment, so it's just that's never been a thing for me. Like f- because I, I'm just like it's the building that's me. It's not like it's not the office where you just yeah, ten yeah. people I can't get or whatever. So I've always had, either before or after my birthday, people, thankfully, give me a chocolate or a drink or whatever. Um, and other people within my work, it's never been a thing for me. I've never experienced this, oh, it's my birthday, let's bring some cupcakes in. So, David, please enlighten me with how <laughs> this works.
0: <laughs> well, other ev- most places I've worked, it seems to be the con- common conception or the common theme that if it's your birthday you're in charge of bringing in a, uh, an array of uh, you know small cakes or uh, a cake itself or sweets and that to share with everybody else but my it makes no sense well it makes no sense because if it is your birthday surely it is everybody else's responsibility mm. to do that for you and the rest of the Indeed. team. why why it's like basically say, it's it's almost like saying in some ways, it's your birthday. So now buy all the presents for yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, and if you went for drinks after, if you went, you know, when you, we were in our younger teens, 18, 19, yeah. 20, whatever, and we went out to the club for our birthdays, it would be an unwritten rule that everyone would buy your drinks.
0: Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be expected then to go buy everybody else's drink on your no. birthday. So I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know why there's been this office culture of, you've got now going to bring everything in or like if it's your birthday the next day someone will say oh don't forget don't forget the cakes tomorrow Look, like, what i shouldn't be doing that you where should be go, doing that yeah 100
1: where so you've obviously partaken in this and you brought cakes in on your birthday i mean i suppose yes. it is a nice little reminder to be like it's my birthday guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's go for a drink afterwards but when you have partaken in such um a situation yeah where is your shop of choice for your cupcakes
0: Ah, to be honest with you, it's whatever shop's nearest. Fine. Cool. <laughs> I'm not cool. and I won't so I won't be thought really into this. Yeah, I won't be going out and buying a massive cake and cutting it like, Right, is there a Tesco buy? Is there a co-op buy? Random selection of cakes. Yeah, there you go, everyone. Enjoy. And,
1: and is it five packets of Mr. Kipling's or are we thinking like, you know, you can get the four four beefy muffins in a in like a plastic? case for like two quid you know I think I mean? it pro-
0: yeah I think it probably depends on how many people are, are in your team True. or your office so I think it's better to probably go for the smaller varieties like your kiplings and stuff like that or your small little brownies so that it can then be shared out
1: and does anybody get judged I imagine if no one brings them in, if, if it's your breath and you don't bring them in you get judged but do you get judged or do you feel you might get judged or have you judged people that have brought in, like, (laughs) cheap-looking cakes, or it's literally like, here's a pack of penguins, help yourself.
0: Let's be honest, Mike, I think everybody does that. I'd be surprised if somebody Uh, says, I'd be surprised if someone says, oh, no, I'm not bothered. It's a thought that counts. No, everybody probably judges the quality of what you're bringing in. Do you have, have
1: you ever had a particular person that you look forward to their birthday, knowing full well of (sighs) the... Of the sort of cakes and biscuits and whatever that you're gonna get. Is it like Sandra who bakes <laughs> at the weekend and she brings in three cheesecakes, three different sponges, and an actual massive birthday cake for everyone to eat?
0: There's probably someone in the past. And I think there's someone on the tip of my tongue and I'm like, I'm sure there is someone who you knew always, like in the year would generally just make a cake and bring it in. And right. you'd be like, oh yeah, I'll have a bit of that. And then when you get you get around to the birthday, you're like, Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. The, the main event's coming. What are we are going to have this time? <laughs> I remember at work, uh, previous work, and um, they decided in the team that they were going to do like a, a, a bake-off style competition. Everybody was going to make a cake. So I volunteered to go first, made the cake. Nice Victoria sponge cake, classic. Very proud of it, brought it in. Everybody was convinced that I just bought it from a shop. Even months later... Okay. And to a point, I was starting to wind me up going. I did actually make that cake. Did anybody else make a cake afterwards? No. Really? There. Yeah. That annoyed him more. Going. Hang on a sec. I put the effort in, everyone. So. Well, to be fair,
1: I wouldn't have taken you as much of a baker. I'd have. I'd have thought if if you turned up to my house with a with a cake, I'd have been convinced that you'd have bought it.
0: How dare you? How dare? You? I mean, for you, I would have bought it, yeah? Because I'm, I'm not making. <laughs> But no, I can I can dabble. Do you? What what else can you make? Look look, Mike. You didn't expect me to throw out that um so solid crew. No. Thing, maybe I don't you? know you so, at all. Maybe no. we're not actually friends and there's <laughs> I know nothing about
1: you. I've just been riding on these three years of university together. All I know about you is that you're you're a Wolves fan. Yeah. You're married with two kids. I don't even know what names
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think um, you're, That's all i you, your next birthday, I'll, I'll make a so solid crew cake.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll do that, shall we? Yes. Um, yes. You said, it now.
1: <laughs> you said it now. I like chocolate. A so solid crew chocolate
0: birthday cake. Okay, it's a challenge.
1: Someone, someone has made me a cake before for my birthday last year. To yeah. be fair, um, and I wasn't expecting it. it. Was we were? It was coming. It was the last week of. My center unfortunately closing and the company going bust. Um, but my colleague had made me a very nice chocolate, orange chocolate cheesecake. Ooh. With, if I remember rightly, you know the Terry's chocolate orange Easter mini eggs? Yeah. Uh, them on top with the segments of Terry's chocolate orange on top as well. Ooh. It was very nice. It was very nice.
0: That's good. I do find that. When you go to, there's a, I think I mentioned there's a, there's, a, there's a cafe right by mine that does that fancy bread, the sourdough bread. Yep, we, we've been to breakfast. Yes. And they, um they make, they do, they sell cupcakes. And, you know, they're very expensive. And sometimes right. you think, that is just a cupcake with half an Oreo on top. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? You know, I could have done that at home, but I will pay the extortionate amount because it does look good. You've sold me already.
1: We, we had a, um, Lucid put Ivy down for a nap while I was feeding um, and she's got a really bad shoulder. So I, I, I said, as a treat, I said, right, like, should I get you a nice coffee from from cof- coffee over there? And do you want a cake? She went, yeah, go on then. Mm. So I went over and got her a latte and said, oh, yeah, can I have one of these um, orange cakes, whatever it was. Three quid for a slice? I thought like, there's a co-op opposite you. I could have got four muffins for £2.50.
0: <laughs> it's Brexit Britain, isn't it? Tell me about it. <laughs> Di prices or what that Have you ever had a work, okay, so we've been talking about not bringing in food for work, but have you had scenarios at work where it's been your birthday and the team of people you work with have clubbed together to buy you something um and then have you had that same scenario of you get the present and you then write how good that present is i
1: don't I don't know if they have. I mean, when when it was my 30th, uh, which you'll remember fondly, I
0: hope.
1: The people I worked for then, they obviously got me a present, but they yeah. – um, I, can't, I can't remember what it was. But I remember – because I wasn't opening them until, like, the day after, I think, and they were like, no, you've got to open it now, you've got to open it now, you got to open it now. And I, I remember thinking, oh, this is really nice, and they were like, oh, we knew you'd like it, we knew you'd like it. But I forgot what it was. <laughs> I have no idea. I remember, like, I, and I'm still in touch with them now, like, but I can't remember for the life of me remember what they got me. Um, but I don't, I don't think I have because I've always, because I've not been there. I just think, besides last year with the cake, I just think people have thought, no, sack him. <laughs> Which I have always, I, remember, I, I have felt in the past, because I've been there for people's birthdays and they've had coffees and. I've got you a McDonald's for your McDonald's free lunch or whatever or a present or whatever. And I've always, I remember thinking um, like the, the day after or well, the day before my birthday and I work in, it comes to six o'clock or whatever and I've got nothing. I'm like, this shouldn't be allowed this. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll, I'd do it for you. I'd get you this, that or, or whatever. But no, because I'm not in tomorrow, you've completely ignored me. I'd be lucky if I got a sex, David. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, poor you, poor you. Um,
1: but I don't. I think you know. You've, you've we've done f- you've done flowers for people, or if it's a special
0: one, you might have put yeah. in a couple
1: of quid or five or whatever. But not for me, David. No, what about you.
0: Um, I remember once at work. Right, this is the thing, and I mentioned this on a. On a a podcast separately a few weeks ago. Um on so I was invited back to do an episode on Wolves Fancast about building up Wolves Fancast a few weeks oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on it's on the archives. Um, I think it's from about a month ago. So it was just a one on oh, one interview. Basically me talking about um building up Wolves Fancast. Anyway, one of my pet peeves in life is I'm not a fan really of buying club merchandise. Right, okay then. Right. I have only bought one wolf shirt in the last 12 years. Okay. Just because I'm not, like, you know, I'm not a thing of, like, wearing a wolf shirt all the time or anything like that. Mm. If there's a really nice wolf shirt, I'll go buy. But otherwise, I'm like, I'm not fussed. And therefore, at the same time, I'm not a big thing of having wolves regalia everywhere, like wolves mugs, wolves hats, wolves, you know, things like that. It just just never been one for me. I think because it's then from when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a kid, I once decided to completely do over my bedroom with everything walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike, not wearing his Liverpool top there. But yeah, so everything was walls. The, the wallpapers, wolves. The you know the the duvets, the curtains. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up one morning and there was this like orange glow in the room, and I was like, oh no, hang on a second, this is too much now. Uh, so I think ever since then, I've been like, I'm not like I'll have the odd little thing, but I don't want to be plastered with stuff. Okay, so. Um, when I was at a previous work, and it was my birthday, uh, we, we did this really good thing where everybody paid like £10 or £20 for the year, and then somebody used that pot of money to buy a present okay. for yes. everyone else, so it was quite a good idea. So they got me, um, so I opened it up, and it was a wool shirt. And in fairness, that year, it was quite a nice wool shirt. So in my head, I was like, oh, actually, this is, oh, this is a really good present. But on the back, they'd got, printed on the back, Fancast 1. Okay, then. And I saw that and I thought, I'm never wearing this. I'm not walking out in the street. I'm not walking in a game with Fancast 1 on the back. So you have to do really that kind David? of David? No, I would never, ever walk around Molyneux with that on my back. Not in a million years.
1: Oh, I... I- I'd be all over that, mate. If, if I if I was yeah. very very successful, I mean, you know, relatively compared to the size of a Wolf, Wolfhampton Wanderers, but if I did a very <laughs> successful Liverpool Football Club podcast <laughs> and someone got me the Red Ginger or whatever, the, the name of the podcast, on my shirt, I'd be like, yeah, look at me, it's me.
0: I think part of it was because we'd done that, we, I did that affiliation with using pop culture and linking some walls things arresting at times, and therefore the Virgin's tag came about. I could just imagine me oh, walking right, around okay. people going, Virgin, right? Okay, so like that. So, uh, but yeah, so I kind of did that thing of right. This is really nice, but I'm not. I'm going to keep a brave face. Oh yeah, guys, this is great. And then kind of getting home, thinking I'll hang that up, but I don't think I'm going to be wearing it.
1: <laughs> I actually, to be fair. I remember a um, very, very similar incident. Um, it was a Liverpool shirt, but cringely, someone had got Best Man printed on the back of it with one. Um, and I just remember opening it thinking, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to wear this. This is a bit bit cringeless. <laughs> and, and, and just to make it look like I really liked it, I wore it on the night and there was a photograph of me, and, but I've not worn it, worn it since. <laughs>
0: And you look so happy when you came on the, on the dance floor wearing that as well. <laughs>
1: I've still got it. A bit. I've still got it. Hang on. I mean, I'm sure I've still got it. Well, I have. I just he's,
0: don't know it is. he's going to try and prove here, here that he's still got this is, best, best man's gift. There it is. Look at that. And I it's mean, worn it's, a bit as well, which is it's nice. Definitely,
1: it's definitely worn a bit. But I've still that's got a it. Good,
0: yeah. that, that's a good sign, though, that it's been worn a bit. If it was still oh, fresh, and, if it was still fresh, to would be a part of me that thinks, hang on uh okay but anyway yeah we we kind of diverged off a tangent then but we're saying then um if it's your birthday at work you should not be responsible for bringing no well that
1: should not be a thing and whoever started that needs hanging
0: Bit bit extreme maybe you're telling off (laughs) (laughs) maybe a finger wag you know don't you do that again uh okay that's the first question done uh i think we're gonna get to uh listener questions Uh, listen to question times everybody, your chance to send in your questions uh, and we'll try and answer them as best as we can. And you can obviously give us your answers to other questions you hear on this section as well through the usual channels. Uh, Mike, I presume we, as we were slow on correspondence last week, we're slow on questions this week. Anything to note?
1: We've got one from the archives.
0: <laughs> well, if we need to go to that emergency archive, we will. What, what's, in the ar- what's in the archive?
1: Um, so, thank you to the second of Tobias's at Tobias Hog Mm 2. He asked us a question. To be fair, I just completely forgot about it. It wasn't... We didn't want to answer it. So he asked on the 12th of March, and it it wasn't that long ago, you wake up one morning, you look outside your window, and you see that there's a zombie apocalypse taking place. What would be your step-by-step plan? E.g., where would you hide out, and who would you go to get, etc.?
0: I think my... Natural instinct would be to just try and stay in the house and just board it up. Do a, um, do you remember the okay. film? What, what was that Will Smith film, which was quite similar? Um, uh, I am Legend. I am Legend. Doesn't he basically do that? He stays in his house all day. Then he only comes out at night. Oh, um, oh no, 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 no! He um, stays. He stays. He goes out. In, he goes out in the day and stays in his house all night. Yes. Yes. So depending on if zombies are active 24-7 or just in kind of time, during the time of the day, I think my natural instinct would be stay in the house and try and board it up okay. and just use what resources you've got in the house. And if you're then desperate, you'd have to, you know, take as many weapon, weapons as you've got and uh, raid the supermarkets.
1: So you, you'd, you wouldn't try and nip out for emergency food or drink supplies? It would just be board it
0: yeah. up and stay here and then if yeah. we die, we die. Well, no, it would be board it up, and then once we have to get supplies, then talk it up and go down to the local supermarket that's been empty and fight off the zombies there.
1: Right. And how many zombies could you fight off, David?
0: <laughs> well, what zombies are they? Are they the slow ones that don't do anything, or are I'm... they the really fast ones that terrify you?
1: I'm only thinking of the ones from Sean at dead.
0: Well, those ones, you could probably easily just walk your way around them, couldn't you? It depends how right, many... clustered. Well, well, no, it depends how many... If they're all clustered in one group and you're in a confined space, then you, you've you got no chance. But if they're just the right, really odd one walking you walk around...
1: Out to your, you walk out to your house, there's at least 12, 15 in the vicinity outside your house and you've got to get past them to get to the shop.
0: Right. I think if I've got like Shaun of the Dead a cricket bat a bat bat sorry yeah you'd have and to have some sort of weapon yeah, if i've got that and they are the same slow speed as Shaun of the Dead then i think i'm i think i can manage myself quite easily okay if they are um world war z type zombies where they run at 100 miles an hour then no chance not even one not even a baby one okay so
1: not no <laughs> world war z zombies but Shaun of the Dead Zombies, how many are we saying?
0: Are we saying line them up one by one or like as in?
1: No, there's a group of them. There's just 12.15 outside your house and they've noticed that the door's open and you've slammed it or whatever. and And they've clocked you and then they're coming towards you.
0: Depending on the speed that they're coming at me, I think I could take on as many as I could. I don't think there's a limit
1: confidence i if,
0: like it, 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 it but if they if they if they're coming slow then you should have enough time to whack your bat knock one over and go to the next one if they start really converging on mass then that's when you're going to have an issue how about you how many could you take on in that so same speed i
1: i, th- I think I'd be, I, I don't think i'd have much of a problem mm. um i don't know what weapon i would use because we haven't got a cricket bat in the house um I've got a spatula. I've got a spatula. Yeah. Um. I think we've got a metal um shovel.
0: Yeah, that would work. Think.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Could. Um. I think the, the, if, the issue. Yeah. The issue with a shovel probably would be over time the weight of it constantly picking up and whacking it. You would yeah. start hurt your arm. My, my no only option to a would bag. be.
1: We've. I mean, I've got one here—a um, glass lamp. So I could just take the lampshade off, turn it round, and then use the base mm. of it to like. That'd I'll be good. It it. So probably I, I, I'd be fine. How about I'd, a cheese
0: I'd, grater? Cheese grater.
1: I'd be worried about getting too close and personal. Yeah. Because you'd have you would have to be in the grill. Yeah. To
0: start <laughs> shaving their face.
1: Eh. I imagine they'd stink. Yeah. And that would put me off whatever supplies I was getting from Tesco. But then I, they're also you're at arm's length, and they can also try and get you and therefore grab your bite you, whatever you need to do. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the of <laughs> what comes can do to you. <laughs> but I don't know whether a cheese grater... We've just bought a rolling pin. That would work.
0: That would work, actually. Yeah.
1: That would work. We've just got one of them because... Lulu's now baking, which is great for me. But yeah, maybe yeah, maybe the rolling pin might be the best one. Have you
0: got okay. a cricket map? I, I have, but I've realised it's like a, a small one. It's not like it's not a tr- it's in right. between like a child's one and a proper adult one. Okay. I think I got it on a stag. One of my mates stag do's when we went to Nuki one year, so okay. we could do, play on the beach. And it's never been you since. Um, right, we did get some other questions, but they're not on the official channels. But we will allow it this time because we're desperate, let's be honest. Um, this is from last week as well, from our good friend Lee Hasdell. Um, If you had to choose a kitchen utensil that you had to go to war with, which would it be? No knives and forks allowed. So you're going to war uh, with a kitchen okay. utensil.
1: I'd get one of those, um, those barbecue prongs.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Because they're quite they've got a bit of length as well, so you can be like ha 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 From a distance and gouge their eyes out.
0: A bit of fencing. I'm gone.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go back to the um, metal spatula because if you had two, you could be very ninja like and just slap people in the face with it. I think that would work.
1: Well, let me know how that gets on in a war. <laughs>
0: Um, I just,
1: just, just slapped your
0: face I demand satisfaction sir <laughs> um, <laughs> another I'm one that. another one that did wasn't
1: did you just, just make that sexual
0: no okay just, just me then <laughs> have, just you, me. Have, you, have, you, have you never heard that phrase I demand satisfaction
1: not in- unless it was out of the bedroom no <laughs> 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 uh,
0: it, is, it is from the Simpsons but um Okay. Someone will know this. Anyway, I do have another one that's not on the official channels as well. Uh, you which, know the, uh, amount, which...
1: the amount of people that are going to text me kicking off because <laughs> you're using questions that wasn't part of the official channels? And I've oh, had no. mates that have literally... Even my brother last week sent me a question and went, give me an email. He's like, no, no. I'm going to get so many people pissed off because of this now, baby. <laughs>
0: I will leave it then. I will leave that other question then for another time. just say,
1: just say it was sent in an email.
0: Yeah, I could have done that, couldn't I? But moment's gone now. Anyway, that's listener questions this week. It's time Mm -hmm. to get on to surprise question. Mm -hmm. Time for surprise question. This is the part of the podcast where uh, Michael and I will ask each other, or one of us will ask each other um, a surprise question completely off the cuff. No planning whatsoever. Uh, I believe this week it's my turn to return the favour, to return Correct. serve once again to Mike. Uh, Mike, I'm going to go for a, a classic here. Hopefully you'll get the reference. Uh, Michael, do you think there'll ever be a boy born that can swim faster than a shark? What's so the firstly, does it, uh The Office. Do you ever watch The Office? Uh,
1: I've I, I watched odd episodes. I've never watched the American one.
0: Right, yeah, this um, is a British and one. I've
1: watched, and I've watched odd episodes of the, the British one. To be fair, the only the only series, and I've not watched the second one yet, but the only Ricky Gervais series that I've watched, w- like actual like week on week, is Afterlife.
0: Uh, I've never watched it. I've always oh, Catherine's, Catherine's watched, watched a bit of it, but I keep meaning to. It's
1: got, and I'm going to... I'll tell you, because it's great, but I don't think it'll ruin it for when you watch it. It's got one of the best jokes for me ever. In a... is,
0: it, is it by chance the one at the school playground? Yeah, with, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> seeing that. That is good.
1: <laughs> I
0: pissed myself. Um, um, but yeah, anyway, is, could, could, will there ever be a boy born that can swim, or, or girl, of course, that can swim faster than a shark?
1: I mean, I'm going to say no, David
0: you not think over years of genetic development, while we evolve, we can't have a person that can swim faster than a shark?
1: I mean, we've, we've been on this planet at least 2,000 years, and there's not been anyone that can run faster than a cheetah. So why do we think there's going to be a, a child that can <laughs> swim faster than a, than a shark? <laughs> Unless the shark has only got one fin, then there's a chance that they might beaten And
0: it's what what the sharks are swimming in a circle instead. <laughs> the kids just yeah. zoomed off. <laughs> um no David, I don't I, I,
1: I don't think they will.
0: Okay. So to flip that question then, what animal do you think that you can easily outrun? A snail? What's the fast what's the fastest okay, that's obvious. What's the fastest animal that you can easily outrun? We're not looking at Uh, cheetah level, but if I said a a (laughs) dog... But if um, a pig went at full throttle running, do you think you could outrun a pig?
1: Over a long distance, yes.
0: Yeah, okay. I fear
1: that over a short distance, they may may just tip me. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, Um, A dog? A dog, surely.
1: A Sasha's dog, dog. easily. Yeah. A Labrador, I mean, to be honest... My knowledge of dogs isn't the greatest, so you could tell me a name of a breed, and I there's every chance I want know what, what you're on about. How in about... my head, sausage dog, Labrador, bulldog.
0: That's all I know. <laughs> okay. How about a hamster in a hamster ball? No chance. Hunt. Have you seen those bastards?
1: <laughs> those, those, they run flipping neck There's no way I, I could out-beat, uh, outrun
0: a hamster. Even looking a hundred meters dash, you just you know getting ready, set, go. You're not you're not running, outrunning that hamster in a hamster ball. David, I
1: I started lockdown with a dad bod. I've now got a granddad bod. That's the ev- evolution <laughs> of how unfit and how my belly has developed this year. There's no chance.
0: So we're saying that a pig over a long distance, you should be able to do that. I'd oh, smash otherwise... a pig over
1: a long distance. <laughs>
0: Because and then I'd your... like to
1: think the pig would get tired before me.
0: Right, and then your price for winning that race is to cook the pig and eat it as well. Boom. Yeah,
1: I'd have no <laughs> emotional attachment to that pig. So, sorry, Percy, but if if the if it was if the winner received the loser cooked in a sandwich, I would piss all over that pig because I would make sure <laughs> not. Not so much that I, I don't want to die, but because I'd want a proper fat bacon butty.
0: Okay. <laughs> so we're saying then from that then, will there be a person that can be born that can swim faster than a shark? No. But can Mike outrun a pig? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then that's a surprise question, John. Let's get to the last question of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, barbecues, Mike, what a great British pastime, and we are, as we're in March, as recording, we are now getting into spring, and we're perhaps getting into the type of weather where we can dust off the old barbecue and attempt our very poor barbecue skills. We want to make these fantastic concoctions, but we'll just end up making a burger or a sausage. Uh, But my uh, question to you, Mike, is when is the appropriate first and last time in a calendar year to do a barbecue? For me
1: oh, oh my mic, hang oh, on, there we go. Oh, oh for me, the mo the moment you can start wearing a t-shirt, barbecue with her.
0: Okay.
1: I'm I'd be, I mean it's quite it's sunny today and mm. I've been to I've been to a coffee shop with my t shirt on. Bit of a wind, but I'd be more than I mean like do you need what what's the problem about having a barbecue? Like why does it have why is this, why as a society are there certain rules about when and when you can't have a barbecue? I think if you want a barbecue, bloody have a barbecue. And but to be fair, like and I'll do it as well, and I'm sure you'll do it, and everyone probably does it. Probably around about this time, let's just say Easter weekends next weekend, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's 11 degrees, 12 degrees, and you smell a barbecue. Oh, at least yeah. somebody would be like, bloody hell, that's. To make it more of this, aren't they? That's a bit early. Bloody hell! You have a barbecue? Did no, have a barbecue in no, all weathers? Yes, yes, you should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in fairness, when you smell that barbecue in someone else's house, you're like, "Oh, hang on a sec, that's a good smell."
1: Oh, it's it's the it's the best smell. But yeah. there will be at least one person thinking, "Too soon, that's too soon." Yeah. Why? Why is it too soon? Are you eating? Is it in <laughs> place of your tea? Yes, it is. Then fine, <laughs> just have it.
0: Would you have a barbecue in full snow? It's if someone was cooking snow. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember somebody at a previous work saying it snowed that weekend. I was like, "What have you done this weekend?" Oh, we had a barbecue. Thinking they were joking, not no. Literally got the barbecue out. We just thought, "Why not?" And they had a barbecue. Thought it was great. I mean, I to be fair, if we had, I don't know, some sort of
1: top or some little tent or whatever in the back, and, the, and people wanted a barbecue, fine. I would have a barbecue.
0: Yeah. So. Okay, so so we're not we're not putting it for, for a first one or a last one. Really, we're not putting any kind of date on it. No, but I think sensibly, the,
1: the best kind is of, like the moment you can start wearing t-shirts. I think is a yeah. reasonable time to have a barbecue because then if people are sticking around, you know, if we have it tonight, let's just say from six o'clock, it's it's starting to go dark. That's yeah. not a bad time to start putting your hoodie on, sitting down, having some more beers or whatever. I think it's a it's a reasonable time to start
0: is some of the ambience though of having not sorry I'll, i've got my words mixed up is some of the reason why having a barbecue is the ambience of the warm weather and being able to be outside and hang out with people whereas if you do a barbecue let's say now like you say by six seven o'clock it's starting to get dark and it's more unless you've got some really good outside lights you're more likely with the weather getting colder in the evening you're just going to pop back inside anyway Right. So okay, therefore yeah. it is like a look it's mid-march now we are just probably on the cusp of being able to do it, but maybe after Easter time where it's warmer, mm. when it's getting warmer, when the clocks have gone forward, so you've got that extra hour. When is that? Is do you know
1: ma- when, when? Do we know it's, where that is? By the way,
0: as of recording, it's this weekend, I believe.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I think so. And is this don't, the one
1: where I lose sleep?
0: Yeah, I mean, I it how the, I've got Ivy to be fair, but <laughs> uh, yes, I think it goes forward an hour. Right. Okay. Uh, for for the spring one, but yeah, but that's why I wonder whether it, it, a lot of it is to do with the kind of the socialising of a barbecue and being True. able to stay outside for hmm. it. And then on the flipper side then, how about then um, the last barbecue then? How far are you willing to push it in the year? Because I think I've got to about mid-September. I I've would say the...
1: September. Usually, sh- I, I don't think people would have a problem. If, if someone invited me to a, like a, a last-minute barbecue in September, I'd be like, oh, what well, a good idea. Yeah, hey, have you heard yeah.
0: this? Yeah. Because um, you can get good weather in, in yeah, September yeah, yeah. as well.
1: I mean, to be fair, the September we had just gone. We had it was a crack in September.
0: Um, well, do you remember? Do you remember um, April last year when we just started lockdown and we had like a mini I heat do. wave? Yeah, yeah. And that was perfect. I think I think I literally had our first barbecue in our old house in like early April. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah. I and think it's it's um, great in my house for barbecues because um, Mrs E obviously vegetarian, so. And it's worse to try and have a veggie section and a meat section of the barbecue. Right. So, so she can't be bothered. So she'll just. Is that for, is that undone. for
1: contamination purposes?
0: Yeah, and I'm like, oh come on. But anyway, um, yeah. What what was interesting? We found, I found out a few years ago that um, rose wine
1: mm-hmm. has
0: got bits of um, fish in it, or okay. they filter the they filter the wine through fish guts or something like that. So my argument to Mrs E was. Well, you can't drink rosé wine then, but apparently that's allowed. That's allowed. You could no. She's allowed to have that because of reasons. Right, like, oh, right, okay, right, okay, then. But yeah. So, but also the kids um, aren't that fussed either. So I basically get the barbecue to myself. Brilliant. That's awesome. But also, but also because, like we've done with our challenges, because I get full up quite easily, I put this massive barbecue on, cook a couple of bits, and it's done. And I'm like, oh, right, okay. Do you enjoy
1: do you enjoy cooking a barbecue? Oh enjoy? yeah, I do. I love yeah.
0: it. I love I love the whole preparation of it. I know a proper yeah. old school coal barbecue, none of this gas. It's gotta be yeah, I, d- I
1: mean I am dreaming of the day that we can get like a
0: proper
1: massive barbecue setup like you've got five different warming plates and whatever you can put different food you know when you like you go into a supermarket or costco or whatever you just see these massive dock off yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's the dream right there i can't wait for one day owning one of them and be like right guys click 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 who's having a barbecue and then just be like the master of this <laughs> yes. area. but then yep. what i also like about it is every barbecue so would be, you know, me and you would be doing the burgers, the sausages, kebabs, whatever. And I imagine, tell me if I'm wrong, Catherine and Lucy would be sitting at the table, doing up the salad, doing the potatoes, doing the other little bits in, from the kitchen, mainly leaving the party and going into the
0: kitchen, doing your own thing,
1: while you're there, like, yeah, hey, lads, you're all right, beer, 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 type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're the one that gets the credit for it.
0: So, two things yes, on that. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, you're really stereotyping the situation there.
1: I am one hundred percent, but because you've already said that you do the, but you do the barbecue, yeah, 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 and I would do the barbecue. I'm imagining, and they said, tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I no, I get you're the doing way. the barbecue. Catherine would then do everything else.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I get that. I get that. But,
1: yeah, but unfortunately, and it's wrong. You and I would get praised. Oh, great barbecue! This great barbecue. Well done, Mike. Well done, David. Yeah, and Catherine Lucy like, <clears throat> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's true. I I want one day, like you say, with that the, the big the big barbecue. I want the confidence as well to do have one of those barbecues where you can properly get like a, a joint of meat and um, slow roast it for ages. You know, you have to close the lid, check the temperature, open it, put like you, there's those videos where people base like a, a layer of their own sauce on, and then you close yeah, yeah, yeah. the it again. Something like that. I'd highly recommend for you, and I watched it, um, it was like last August. Hopefully it's still on Netflix. There is a program that's basically a barbecue version of the Bake Off. I like the may Amer-
1: have been informed of this before.
0: It's like the American, great American barbecue cook-off or something. Okay, Same concept of the Bake Off where you've got 10 people doing um, barbecue stuff, but some of the food they're doing on that is incredible. And some of the equipment they get to use, um, I'd highly recommend that. It's it's one of those things where you watch it and you need to be eating something to watch it. Right. Because you are going to be needing a McDonald's afterwards. (laughs) Something like that when you watch it.
1: See, and you, you tell me about this and I'm probably going to watch this and be in awe of it or whatever. And then, and all I can think about, think back to a barbecue I went to years ago where someone had basically stuck their George Foreman grilling machine, whatever they call it, fat-reducing grilling machine, yes. outside and called it a barbecue.
0: <laughs> and, I'll just,
1: and, I, and all I've thought about, since you've been saying that, and it sounds amazing, I can't wait to look at the equipment, but all I'm thinking about is the disappointment of that barbecue and all it has is, oh, it oh, great, yeah. You, Look at all the juices running out. Oh yeah, it's great. It's so much healthy for you, Mike. As well, so much healthy for you. I don't want health when I come for a barbecue.
0: That's a that's a massive yeah, cop out. It was
1: it? it was my uncle. I'm good. He doesn't listen. It was my uncle <laughs> years ago. It was a George Foreman fat reducing all singing grilling machine. You remember them? They were popular. Yeah. Back then. Um, did you know? Apparently Hulk Hogan was meant to have that, but he chose to put his name on something else. Oh really? Apparently, um, I read it somewhere that he got, he got presented these two options and said you can either put your name towards this, and I can't remember what it was, or put your name towards this fat-reducing grilling machine and he chose the other thing. I, th- I think whenever you want, like, don't feel like you have to be judged. I mean, we all will, but don't, just if you're happy, if you guys want to do it, I mean, I'd have no, it's
0: nice now, I'd have no problem having a barbecue. Mm, very much so. I want a barbecue tonight now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right, let's just off that barbecue. Okay, so we're basically saying barbecue-wise, there isn't really a first or last time. It's just whenever you fancy doing it. Go against the norms.
1: What is society? Just go against it. If you're happy,
0: that's the main thing. Good. Well, on that lovely bombshell from Mike, uh, that's it for um, ADQ this week. Thank you very much for listening. You can get in touch via the usual channels. Once again, Mike, just remind people how can people follow us and get in touch if they've got their own daft question.
1: Thank you, David. We have Instagram and Twitter. Just get in touch at a question. We have a YouTube channel, a question, and pop a little comment on the video, or even just send us an email, a question at gmail.com.
0: Lovely. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more DAF questions as usual. But for this week, it's bye from Michael. And it is bye from David. It's bye from me. We'll see you next time.